Hello, I am Heidi and welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we talk to real people and share true stories of overcoming life's challenges. We are taking life's lemons and making lemonade. Thank you for joining me. Tua, welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I'm so looking forward to finding out more about you and hearing your story. So tell me a couple of things about yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm Polynesian. As you can tell, uh, uh, Samoan and Hawaiian and Filipino. Um, I grew up in, a, I, I should say, a religious household. You know, both my parents are ordained ministers. So, you know, God was present in, in my life. And um, yeah, growing up, it was, you know, it was kind of a lot of pressures, you know, not knowing what anxiety was. I didn't know what anxiety, I didn't know what depression was as a kid, you know. And, and being Polynesian, we don't really speak about it. You know, so if it doesn't hurt you physically, it doesn't exist. Oh. And so, you know, that's what I started to learn growing up. And I just started being an angry, angry individual, you know, just not knowing the answers. Why I act a certain way towards my loved ones and why I, I act a certain way towards my friends. And I, it was just a lot of soul searching, you know, in order to find myself. And, you know, I got into a, with the wrong crowd kind of hanged out with the wrong crowd and got into a lot of trouble growing up, especially in high school. So um, I did a lot of things I'm not proud of. Uh, but, you know, um, the biggest thing that changed my life was my kids. You know, I had my first child at 18, my second child at 19. And, it, you know, I just wanted to be somebody that they that they'll look up to. So that was kind of like my turning point in my life and trying to do something positive instead of negative, you know? So. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. You are such an example. I heard about you because of a news story that was done Mm. locally about how you were paying for the, basically the the debt of children's school lunches. Mm -hmm. And so I thought there has to be a story there. And so I wanted to reach out to you and find out what is your lemon to lemonade story or take me back and tell me like, where did you come from to brought you to this point that you wanted to serve that way to the children and pay for their lunches? You know, Heidi, you know, I, I didn't really see anybody as a role model that looked like me growing up, you know, to tell me to stay away from these, you know, gangs and drugs and bullying. Nobody told nobody told me growing up to stay away from these things. And, you know, I told myself that I wanted to be the person that my younger self would look up to, you know, and show me the way. And I have to go through all these negative things in order to find myself. You know, I want to give kids a head start, you know, in life and learn from my mistakes. Cause my biggest thing is I learn from my mistakes, but what makes me more successful is when I learn off of other people's mistakes. So I wanted to be that person to where kids look up to me and be like, man, I'm gonna learn what I'm gonna learn from Tua and you know if Tua can do it i can do it so that was my whole model until like giving back to my community and especially our youth i've always been involved in youth you know i worked at the detention centers and gave back and try to mentor kids you know so i was i was i was shocked that there is there's even such a thing as a school lunch debt you know i thought kids ate for free child hunger is 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 one of my biggest things that i want to defeat in life you know what i mean I, i don't think any child should starve you know, so when I found out there was a school debt, I I made some phone calls to my close friends, people that own businesses, and I raised money to pay off school lunch debts for, uh, 
four schools. So when I paid off one school's debt, people started finding out what I was doing and I paid off another school. I paid off another school and it just became this whole snowball effect. You know, I didn't know it was going to be this big. I just wanted to pay as much schools off. And now, you know, the news found out about it. And I mean, just more blessings than becoming. I actually have some people right now that want to pay off school lunch debts for, for schools in the district now. Wow. So I think, you know, you know, from lemon to lemonade, you know, my lemon is where like I, you know, I've been through all these struggles in life and, and I wanted kids to look at me and learn off of my mistakes and give them hope that, you know, you can do something with your life, yeah. which turns into lemonade. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And we get to share that. And that's a beautiful thing. So yeah. take me back and tell me what were some of the struggles you had to deal with? You said you were angry and that your parents were ministers. So what, what happened to you as a youth? You know, I, 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 I try so hard to fit in Heidi. You know, as teenagers, you know, it's a, it's a ruthless world, especially in high school, you know, and you just, you just, you know, you just try to fit in as much as possible. And um, if kids could only understand how being original and being unique and being yourself is what makes the world go around, if, if they could learn that, this would be a better place. You know, I was just angry and just trying to like find my way in life, you know, and I thought violence was was the way of doing things to let out my anger instead of putting it into something else and into something positive. So I chose a negative route and they didn't get me anywhere. I got in trouble with the law. I lost a lot of relationships, you know, including, you know, my parents having to come and save me and just a lot of negative things in my life that just, that happened that, that, that caused me to, to, to learn the hard way. And what brought you out of that? You said you had your kids. Is my that kids? Yeah, my kids. My kids saved my life. You know, it made me live for something. You know, um, I tell kids all the time. You know, the two most important days of your life is the day you were born, and the day you find your purpose. You know, and I looked at my kids as my purpose. You know, it's so it's so. Uh, I as kids would say, it's so corny, right? But it, it's the truth. You know, it made me want to do better as a man. You know, to do something with my life, so my kids can you know, look up to somebody. So, so what did you do at that point? Wow. Um, I stopped associating myself with people that speak death. I start trying to speak life. I try to learn, have an open mind, you know, meeting new people, surrounding myself with people that want to do better in life, surrounding myself with people that have the same goals as me. Just because you choose the positive route doesn't mean it's going to be the easier route, right? Oh, In fact, right. it's going to be harder. And uh, I kept telling myself that, you know, the sacrifice will pay off. And, you know, I started applying myself with my heart instead of just my my ego. You know what I mean? And I, I started to speak with my heart instead of my ego. And, you know, I've just seen the dramatic change when you try to do positive in life. It might not come back to you right there and there, but it will come back to you eventually, you know, whether in the long run or not that's my message to like these people that are trying to do better is it might not come to you tomorrow, next week, not even a year, maybe two years, three years, 10 years, but it will come back eventually. And then it starts to click. How, how should I say the word, the right word is awakening. You know, you have this awakening to where like you start to see life at a better view, you know? And uh, I tell you, Heidi, you know, everything's been full circle. The people that I come across coming across you having this interview 
is by by me trying to make a positive outlook on life and making positive choices, you know? So I try to speak with my heart instead of my ego, especially for our Polynesian people, you know, we're very prideful people, you know, we're very, we love our culture, you know what I mean? And we do love people, but I think the biggest test as a Polynesian man is when things don't go your way, how do you react to that? Do you, do you react with your heart or do you react with your ego? And, and to chat, to answer your question, growing up, I when things don't go my way, I reacted with my ego. So when things don't go my way now as a man, now that I am the lemonade, I react with my heart. And that's what makes the change. That's right. Wow. Yeah. What an amazing lesson you have learned <laughs> that you are now, yeah. you're able to teach to other people. That's incredible. So you changed from being in the gangs because you had kids. And so what did you do then? I started applying myself to, to working for the youth. I, I got into Decker Lake Youth Services on West Valley City, working with the kids that were, you know, did horrible crimes and just, you know, real like hard time crimes. And I got into Salt Lake Valley detention. I became a gang prevention specialist, try to help kids get out of gangs, try to give them, you know, hope. You know, what our kids need is hope. So um, that's what the whole youth thing to me is important to me is because a lot of these kids need to see people like me. They need to see that there is change, you know, and that's what I did. I, I applied myself to my community. I care about my community. And in order to make change, I got to start with my community first, especially I got to start with my people first. You know, I got to start with my people first and, 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 and everything will trickle down. I, I still work for a, a group called Mount Draper called Sundance Canyon Academy. And I try to apply myself to, you know, people call me all the time to come talk to the kids. I still come talk to the kids, motivational speaking. I see a lot of my kids that I used to work for, you know, out in the streets. And then, you know, they're like, two or two, I own my own business. And, you know, I'm working hard. I'm staying out of trouble. A lot of, a lot of my kids still follow me on social media, try to share messages like this, what, what I'm sharing with you now. And we need reminders all the time. Right. especially myself. So yeah, I just, you know, as much as I can do to give back, you know, um, in order to move forward, you got to give back. Right, right. Yeah. I like that. Move forward, yeah. you got to give back. So what would you say is maybe a tip or a tool that you used that you recommend to other kids to be able to stay out of that kind of gang and violent lifestyle? I say my, my tip to those kids is the best person that, that got you is you. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you get locked up or when you get go to, you know, jail or whatever, it's you in that jail cell. Nobody else. You know, your homeboys ain't going to be there for you. Your homies ain't going to be there for you. Your mom and your dad's going to be there for you. Those are the people that are going to call you. Those are the people that could put money on your books. I've seen it myself. They ain't going to come and visit you. So for these kids that 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 are, that are wanting to join gangs or in gangs, Nobody loves you more than yourself. You have to love yourself. And I, I think for the biggest thing is I didn't love myself. You know, so I try to find love with wherever it may be, you know, with, 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 with other people with, on the streets. I had to learn to love myself. And once you learn how to love yourself, everything will fall into place. Just with my kids, just, you know, just learning to love myself. Right. Yeah. Because the love you have for your own children, you almost can't believe it's possible. Right. And then did yeah. you just realize, do my parents feel this way about me too? Yeah. Now, 
you know, I have a closer relationship with my mom and dad and realize, you know, nobody gave you, nobody gives anybody a pamphlet on how to be a parent. You know, you learn as you go on a deeper aspect. I can't blame my father for the things that he's done to me because he was taught that from his father. It, it all ends with love. You know what I mean? Everything comes back to love. Instead of speaking with your ego, you got to speak with love. And you can stop that now with this generation. You can teach your I'm children. Yeah. I'm trying. You know, we live in the crazy world, Heidi. Man. A lot of things, you know, social media has taken over, you know, our, our kids' minds. And, you know, people, I get the talks all the time, like, man, you're wasting your time. You're not going to do any, you know, help. But I, I don't care. This is, I'm still going to do what I got to do and still try to be a light into these kids' lives. And people need hope. People live off hope. That's exactly why I do what I do. I want to share those stories of hope. I want to get your story out so people can hear it and and be inspired by it as well and know that there is something else that's possible. You don't have to go down the route that your parents did or that your friends do or that whatever. You can make your Mm -hmm. own way. You can decide. Yep. Anybody watching this or hearing this, man, help me pay off the school lunch debts. Uh, I'm trying to pay off more schools, you know, their lunch debts. I know a lot of people have been paying off lunch debts for a lot of schools, but there's still kids out there that need our help. The more the merrier, you know, the holidays are coming. I don't want anybody to stress about paying lunch, school lunch debts. That's something, you know, uh, when kids have a full stomach, they pay attention more. So when they go to school hungry, they won't pay attention, you know, and I know these things and just help me pay off school lunch debts. The best person that got you is you. Yeah. 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 You really have a passion for, for helping these kids. And even like you said, if it's just paying for their lunches so they can think better, then I mean, what an amazing effect that's going to have later on in their life too. And you wouldn't even think, I I can't even believe how you thought of paying for school lunches. Like that's just, yeah, it's just so unusual. Yeah. I seen a meme. Someone posted a meme from my great friend, Rocio. She posted, instead of paying for someone's coffee behind you, go pick a kid and pay off their lunch debt. And I just like, wow, is there such a thing as a school lunch debt? So when I called the school, I said, yeah, we have a lunch debt. That's what just like ignited me. I was like, wow, these kids should not have to worry about eating lunch. You know, that yeah. just should be a basic necessity. You know, Maslow's high hierarchy of needs, right? Yeah. You know, if they don't have something to eat, which is the bottom basic need, they won't flourish to the next level and they can't even pay attention. So we got to cover those basics. But it sounds like, luckily, the schools are at least covering, like letting yeah. them eat, and they're carrying kind of that that debt. It's kind of building up, building up in hopes yeah. that maybe the parents will come in and, and pay it someday. Yeah. And so it's wonderful to hear that the kids aren't necessarily being turned away, but yeah. there's probably kids who are afraid to even go try to get their lunch. You know, oh, I don't have any money. I'm not even going to go get in the line, right? And I think times have changed. Um, I had a I had a man message me. He said back in the day, it's probably about 10 years ago, um, if a kid had a school lunch that they won't even let him eat. Yeah. And they yeah. would tell him to get out the line. And he told me that kids would stare at him and say, how come he's not eating? Because he has a school lunch there. Mm-hmm. So it was embarrassing for him. So he's one of those guys that donated a lot of money to, to make sure that that doesn't happen to another child. Yeah. So. I'm yeah. so grateful. I'm glad times have changed in that way that they're yes. letting the kids eat, whether they can pay that it or not. So that's yeah. beautiful. And thank you for what you're doing. I love this. It's such Appreciate a great it. movement. I hope it turns into a big movement where everybody can go and pay for their local school 
lunch debt. I think that sounds like a wonderful thing. Yeah. But you are an inspiration too, with just how far you've come in your life and what you're doing now and what an example you can be for these kids. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Heidi, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. You're still here? Well, then enjoy this little outtake from that interview. I know it makes me want to call the schools and see what kind of debt they have over oh, here yeah. in, in our area. Cause that's, that's amazing to, to do. It's not that much. It's like a couple dollars a day for these kids, which is yeah. nothing, but for some people it's too much. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, some people are, you know, the less unfortunate man. So yeah. Or they have several kids and that's a lot. You know, I was yeah. hearing somebody say, you know, it's five or $10 a day. That's a lot of money. So yeah. it adds up really quick. I just appreciate you. It's hard to stay positive in this this world we live in right now. And it's just, yeah. we need more leaders to step up, you know, and I hope I can inspire somebody to just ignite that fire to like, you know, everyone has a message. Some A lot of people say like, man, I don't have a message. I don't know if I can help people. I mean, if you've gone through something and you've conquered it, people need to hear your message. So I hope some someone hears this and be like, wow, I'm going to start my message. I'm going to try to help out more people. So, Perfect. yeah. Yeah. And then they could come and talk to me and I'll get their message out for them. (laughs) So I would love that. I'm all happy to hear anybody's inspiring messages of where they've overcome something difficult. So thank you for being that example. I appreciate you. Thank you, Heidi. I appreciate you. Hope to see you soon. I have enjoyed spending this time with you. You might have a friend struggling with the same thing that we talked about in this episode that might enjoy listening to this too. So please share this episode because no one is alone at the lemonade stand.